0: Welcome friends, you're listening to the Swears and Does Hair podcast for bridal hairstylists and makeup artists looking to take their business to new levels. Here we tackle topics such as mindset, finances, balancing business with motherhood, and healthy strategies to keep your body and mind supporting your business rather than holding it back. I'm your host, Sue Minsky, business coach for bridal hairstylists and creator of the Next Level Bridal Business Program. Thanks for joining me. I can't wait to dig into today's topic, so let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Swears and Does Hair Podcast. I am your host, Sue Minsky, the owner of the Beauty Business Collective. I am a hairstyling and bridal makeup artist, coach um, for beauty professionals who cater to brides. And I am here today to talk to you a little bit about The Knot and WeddingWire and whether or not I think you should invest in either or both of those platforms. So if you're not familiar and you don't know, WeddingWire and The Knot are now one company. The Knot has been around for a lot longer. They were their own kind of conglomerate. They bought out a bunch of different things. They expanded. There was the Nest and all of this other stuff. Wedding Wire was actually started similarly uh, to my hometown, very, very close, um, in Northern Virginia, you no, know, a while ago. So about you know 10 to 13 years or so ago, um, and they eventually bought out the Knot. Okay, so the two companies merged. So when you get people calling you about the knot, they're trying to sell you the knot and the Wedding Wire um, listings at the same time. So today's episode is not going to be too terribly long, even though I have a lot to say about the knot and a lot to say about Wedding Wire. Um, I'm going to try and be as brief as I can today with whether or not I think you should invest. And if you're thinking about investing, what kind of qualifications I think are important to make um, before signing any type of contract and whether or not you invest. So I'll start out with this. Bottom line, do I think it's worth investing in them? 99% of the time, my answer is no, okay? There are certain levels where I'll be like, okay, well, I mean, if you meet these qualifications, then yes, it may be worth it to you. But for for the most part, my answer is usually no. When I'm working with my students one-on-one and we're having that conversation in our coaching sessions and even inside of my course, Next Level Bridal Business, when I talk about online listings, um, I talk about how to research your local area on both of those and how to decide. And for the most part, I don't recommend it. If you're somebody who's taking my business course, you probably haven't been in business long enough and have a big enough um, business and team to make it worth it for you. So the answer is usually no. However, let's get into some of the things that might make a difference to you. How big is your company? How many weddings are you looking to book? And how many weddings are you already booking through other markets? How much are you getting from things like organic traffic on Instagram and Facebook? Um, How much are you getting from referrals? All these other things. What do you need from your listing in the knot and the wedding wire to fill that void? Are you at max capacity? Do you need a lot to make it worth it? Or is it somewhere in the middle? So that'll help you to judge whether or not the amount of money that you're gonna have to pay because it's different. It is different for every single market and you are able to talk with them and negotiate rates. Okay, so it's not like it's gonna be the same amount for everybody. And if you're somebody who is already investing with them, your rate is going to be different than somebody new who comes in and signs. So, the conversation around, well, is it worth it, is tricky because everybody's paying something different and everybody's needs are different. Where it comes down to why I don't recommend it is because, in general, the quality of the inquiries in a lot of the markets are very low because of the following things The Knot and Wedding Wire make it incredibly easy for brides to spam vendors. They don't have to go to your website, they don't have to read your frequently asked questions page which means they're not gonna be very well informed and they're gonna tend to ask you stupid questions that are already listed online if they took the time to research you. One of the easiest and only questions that they're gonna ask is how much do you charge? They create a pre-written inquiry form that says, I'm interested in learning more about your packages. If you hear that a lot from people who are inquiring with the knot and wedding wire, it's because it's a pre-filled template. They are literally clicking a button on every profile they go through whose work they like the photos, and they're just clicking a button and it's spamming you and it's sending you this, this form, this inquiry, and they haven't done jack shit to make sure that they actually like you. They just like your your profile or they liked your photos enough to click a button that's very, very low commitment. So now you have to turn around and spend more time and more energy to convert them into a sale. It's not that it's impossible, it's that it requires a lot more energy and work from you. And it depends on where you are in your business, whether you are new, whether you are somebody who is established, or whether you are somebody who is already booking a lot of weddings from these other things, these other marketing channels, and you don't have all this time to work so hard to try and get these people to book with you. Because now they have pushed that button and inquired with 30 hairstylists or 30 makeup artists in that local listing area and they're now getting all of these responses back and sifting through that they're going to take longer to reply because they have to sift through all of this work and um they may not have really actually been interested in you but it was easy to click the button or they didn't know what your pricing was and you may not be within their budget and so now, instead of replying to thirty people, it's easier to just ignore and delete the emails from the people they're not interested in working with. So there is a very, very high ghosting rate from those type of clients. Now, where the benefit is to having wedding wire and the not listings is because people don't necessarily only find you from the not. And wedding wire. If they're looking you up, okay, if they find your work somewhere else, either through a referral from another bride, from a wedding vendor, from another hairstylist or makeup artist who they contacted first and they were not available and referred you instead, whether they found you in Facebook, group, um, a Facebook listing, an ad somewhere if you're the kind of company that runs ads or whether it was somewhere on Instagram. There's a lot of different places or even just a Google search, okay? They are going to research you, all right? And they're going to look at all the places your business shows up. All right these are high quality brides they're taking the time to invest in educating themselves on the vendors that they're looking on hiring those are the type of people we want to be working with and if you're not showing up in some of the places where they expect a high quality vendor to show up then that's going to kind of set off a light bulb in their mind they're going to be like well why aren't they on the knot why aren't they on wedding wire are they new? Are they not that good? Et cetera, et cetera. So there are people who may take that into consideration and be like, oh, well, they weren't even on the knot," because as a consumer, they don't understand the negative of being a paid vendor with the knot or wedding wire, that it's expensive, that they have shady business practices when it comes to your contracts and renewing your contracts. They will automatically renew your contract and raise your rate without telling you. All right. You have to be very proactive and very on top of what the terms of your contracts are, what your renewal expectations are, when your renewal dates are. And if there's anything listed in your contract, what your your rate will be renewed at, whether or not they can raise your rates during covid, when businesses were shut down all across the nation, they didn't do shit to support their vendors. I understand that they have a staff and they had bills and stuff to pay for as well, but they were a massive corporation who could get tons of handouts from the government because they had full-time employees and they were taking advantage of small businesses who did not have those benefits. And they were like, yeah, we'll give you one month free. That's all they did for people. Even people like myself who had been advertising with them, for years and years and years. So they they don't care about the individual business and the individual um, business owners. They're a corporation and they are about making money. They are about supporting the brides who frequent their website, not the investors, the the businesses who pay into the advertising and give them a business to run, okay? So that personally, Um, if you can't tell from the tone of my voice, is a big reason why I no longer um, support their business values. Okay. But the consumers, they don't know that. And if you're somebody who doesn't advertise They have a tendency to have really pushy salespeople who will call your business and leave you voicemails and um, just do whatever they can to sell you those advertising. They will hound you in emails or DMs. Um, They're just, they're not high quality value clients that they pull in for you. They help support the buying decisions of already high-value clients, but they are not necessarily going to give you high-value clients because that's not how their business model is set up. They are set up to cater to cheap brides who want last-minute convenience, and they give horrible planning advice in their blogs. They will give bullshit budgets for the area that are... Do not match what local rates are completely undercut. They will give bad advice about, um, trying to negotiate to book your hair and makeup only three months out. You know, they're just, they do not support the business practices and the reality of being a business vendor in the wedding industry. Okay. It's just, it's horrible. So they're not giving you quality the validity of your business being listed with them helps support quality. So there's a big distinction there and their business values are just trash. So that's why I don't think that it's worth it for the most part. Now, if you are a high volume, long-term established business who has been listed on the Knot for a long time and you have a lot of reviews, It may be worth it to pay for advertising with them or to pay for upgraded advertising visibility with them because you already have done a lot of the legwork yourself. You are a successful, long-term established business with all of these reviews. It's going to be much easier to compete with other companies online. If you are somebody new, who is just starting out, and you are not listed on The Knot at all, or you only have two or three reviews, you could be leaps and bounds better than the company who hires cheap shit artists right out of beauty school because they worry more about quantity over quality they don't pay their artists right they have high turnover their work doesn't last it's crap but they have 20 artists who work for them and therefore they have the ability to do 10 weddings a weekend and even if only two of their brides per weekend so only 20 percent of their clients that their company is servicing leave reviews they are going to steamroll right over you when it comes to number of reviews. They're going to be able to have 100 new reviews a year where you might only do 50 weddings total a year. And if you even have just 50% of your brides, so you can have two and a half times as many reviews from your brides, leaving you five-star reviews, you still, the math, don't math, honey. You can't keep up. All right. So that is the kind of consideration you have to take into, okay, am I going to invest and I'm going to try and compete against these other companies who have a massive leg up from me um, that has nothing to do with quality of work. It's a numbers game. And if they're having 10 weddings per weekend, they have the incoming capital to continue to pay out to pay for higher listings. And brides who see, okay, this company's been around for three years, they have 300 reviews, or this company who's only been around for a year and they have 20 reviews, instinctively they're going to gravitate towards the company with 300 reviews. Because in their mind, it seems like that's higher quality. When they don't know the reality that, you know, they might have 300 reviews, but they've done a thousand weddings and there are 700 people who didn't think they were worth leaving a review. So there's a lot of things you have to look. Are there companies like that in your area? Is it worth trying to compete? How much would it really cost you to try and keep up with and compete? Do you have the time to commit To making sure that if you do 50 weddings you get 50 reviews so that you can keep up with it how high quality are the images that you get back all right are you somebody who's able to get consistent high quality images that attract your dream bride to update your portfolio and your profile online how much time are you willing to commit to keeping up with the listings Writing your listing and putting some photos up and then sending people the link for the reviews is the bare minimum of commitment that you have to make to online listings in general. They require a lot of maintenance and upkeep to uh, continue to work for you um, high quality over time. If you just want to be able to do it quickly, get it done and have it up there, then it's not going to work as well for you. Do you really want to pay two, $300 a month for a listing that you don't even have the time or care about keeping up with? That's a waste of money. Why do you want to spend so much money for something you don't even have the time to keep up with? Okay. So these are the kinds of questions that you need to ask yourself. And if you're saying, well, yeah, I can do that. Well, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Then it may be something that you want to consider. You want to weigh these other options and be like, well, do I support this company's values? Okay. Do I like how their sales force treats me? Do I like the terms of their agreement? Do I, am I able to afford, um, investing my money into them? If you're somebody who already had a free listing before they stopped offering free listings, you may be grandfathered in and they may be asking you, okay, well now pay for advertising and you'll get better results. How much has that listing had an impact on your bookings before? Is it bringing you quality or are you still getting people who are contacting you that are shit quality? If you're still getting people that are contacting you and their shit quality, you're already being seen. So um, these are the kinds of things that you really need to ask yourself to determine whether or not it is worth it for you. If you have a large team of people and you want a lot of high visibility and you want to focus on quantity of bookings to grow your online reputation, it may be a very valid, worthy um, investment for you. If you have a large team of people and you're able to bring in a high capital um, each month, then a couple hundred dollars for a highly visible listing might be really worth it for you. Okay? Um, that is a question that you really have to ask yourself, but for the independent artist who is not at that level, who does not have a high number of team members who focuses on more intimate one-on-one high quality luxury clientele, the not wedding wire ain't where it's at. If you have a free listing, absolutely keep that free listing up there. Okay. It will help your credibility continue to request reviews that is really helpful and very important because it's going to help your search engine rankings online okay it is going to help when they google your business when these high quality clients are researching you they expect to see listings there and they expect to see reviews left on independent third-party websites writing your reviews and putting them on your website that you type up and make it all look cute is not as validating as them being able to go onto the knot and see what other people told the knot versus what they told you and how you may have interpreted it edited it whether they were a real client okay there's more validity to an independent third-party review site um So being able to have a listing on there and show reviews on The Knot or show reviews on WeddingWire. When they are browsing and they are looking for other listings or other vendors or whatnot, um, they may come across yours on The Knot and it will further amplify their trust in you because they're like, I keep seeing this person show up. Okay, we need to see a marketing message a minimum of eight times for us to remember that marketing message and remember that business name. So, the more places we can sprinkle our business information, the better for us overall from a broad marketing perspective. Okay, but we want to focus on the high quality traffic sources first. And those are the ones that are more worth it to invest money with. Um, So, things like style me pretty. Uh, They were like the creme de la creme. They had their little black book. You couldn't just say, hey, I want to advertise and list my business in your little black book. You had to fill out an application. You had to apply. Somebody had to research your business, look through everything and contact you back. And then let you know whether or not you've made it any further in the application process. I remember doing that for my old business company um, back in like 2011 or so. Because I remember being at Disney World, sitting there watching a performance and getting the email that we had been accepted into Style Me Pretty's little black book. And me like having heart palpitations and like ready to jump out of my seat. And my husband being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing? And I was like, oh my God, you'll never believe it. We got accepted because it was so hard to get into. It was actually a mark of prestige. Then the company sold and went out of business. And then they came back because um, whoever was running their business, they didn't like it. And they were like, no, 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 you're ruining my reputation. Give it back to me. They have changed things. I haven't researched them in a while now, but now I see ads for them where you can like list your business for $99. So I don't know whether or not they accept everybody, whether they still have an application process or whatever, but their listing is no longer the high quality mark of excellence that it used to be. Um, But look for places perhaps in your local market that do have that level of prestige, that look for um, you know, high quality vendors or that cater to the luxury bride. If there's listings on there and, um, it's a reasonable amount for your business to pay. And again, like, like I've this entire conversation about, is it reasonable is subjective, reasonable to you? What qualifications does your business have? Do the investment have, What do you need? How much capital do you have? Can you afford it? How many bookings do you need from this source each month to make it worth it, to grow your business or maintain your business? These are all these kinds of qualifications on whether or not it's reasonable. A dollar amount is not reasonable. It is a qualification. Is it reasonable for your business? Um, But look for the places where the brides that you want. Are there listing sites? Like that? Are the clients that you want to work with, are they shopping on these platforms for their vendors? Are they gonna be able to bring you quality leads? Those are the th- kinds of things that you need to ask yourself whether you decide to invest, whether it's with the knot and wedding wire or somewhere like Style Me Pretty or Zola or whatever new one's gonna pop up tomorrow, these are things that you need to take into consideration before you consider investing. But when it comes to The Knot and wedding wire specifically, as somebody who 20 years ago ran a website and ran a wedding planning blog and has followed The Knot's progression of their business and their business model and their business values and practices, literally for the last 20 years, I can tell you from my experience my, um, you know, my analysis and study of their business practices over the last two decades, I do not consider them a high quality investment for the independent business owner. All right. I do not support their business values. So, um, some people have amazing success for it and they're usually the people who run big teams and focus on quantity versus quality. Um, it's a great avenue for that if you have hundreds of reviews. So, Take everything that I say, as always, with a grain of salt and analyze, ask yourself the right questions. Is this right for my business? Um, Is my experience with this company different than this person's? Because you know what? You may have a completely different business experience with them. Um, So let that weigh pretty heavily into your decision. Don't just take what people say on the internet or in a podcast as, um, you know, the holy grail. I'm not that kind of a business coach. I'm going to say here's my experience. I'm going to back it up with as much um, data as possible from as many data points as I can. Um, all of these opinions—they're not only from my personal experience, but they are also from the personal experience of not only the business people that I coach, um, but friends in the industry and feedback as well. Um, but you know, take it with a grain of salt and be like, okay, you know this is her experience. This is her opinion. Let me do a little bit more research. Let me ask those questions that she's talking about and weigh those answers, um, for myself. So that is today's episode is a little bit shorter than usual. We usually go around 45 minutes to an hour and we're about well, 25 minute mark right now. So before I end, I do just want to remind you that I do have a contest for the month of December where you can win a one-on-one coaching session with me during the month of January, 2023. And all you have to do is leave me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So go ahead, leave the review. Hopefully it's a five-star review. Um, that would make my day. But whether or not you give me four stars, five stars, three stars, hopefully nothing lower than that. Um, but whatever review you leave, um, screenshot it and send it to me in a DM on Instagram. If you don't know my Instagram handle, it is at Beauty Biz Collective. And that is Beauty B-I-Z Collective. Okay, or you can search Beauty Business Collective or Suminski or whatever. Um, You can search for me on Instagram that way as well. But um, go ahead, leave me a review, screenshot it, send it to me in a DM. Your name will be entered into a drawing. Uh, The drawing will be held on January first, twenty twenty-three, and the one-on-one coaching session—it's ninety minutes over Zoom during the month of January. Um, So go ahead, go ahead and do that. Send it to me. And have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel empowered, knowledgeable, and capable of handling anything that your business throws your way. Don't forget to subscribe to get access to new episodes as they are released each week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Love today's episode? Let me know. Leave me a review and tell me what your biggest takeaway was from the conversation. Have a request for a future topic or someone you'd like to hear me interview? Find me on Instagram at Beauty Biz Collective and drop me a DM. And if you're hungry for more actionable content to help you grow your bridal business, go to wwwswearsanddoeshaircom brides to sign up for my free on-demand training and learn how to book better quality brides faster, easier, and with less stress.